We'd like to thank Yard Beer fan Caleb Sexton for supporting the Shakes via Tugboat. If you'd like to show your appreciation for this show with the donation of a few dollars, visit tugboatyards.com slash the shakes. Well, I didn't see that coming. From Kansas City, home to love handles and fupa sweat, it's the shakes. I still can't there, hear my... Turn oh, you up. There we go. Oh, oh yes. Okay. I think we all sound good. Do we all sound good? Oh, my God. Oh, I, I got to plug in the light. Is it an on-air light? I it's, it, is. it is an on-air light. Yeah. Sort of. There was, these, there was this uh, Arduino thingy that I, that I kick-started last year, and it's like, I don't know, it's like the size of a dime. It's like a little tiny thing. And I hooked a little LED to it and wrote a program. So you plug it into the USB port and it runs and it's green. And then when it's getting close for the show to be over, it turns red. And then when we really need to cut it off, it starts flashing kind of like police lights. And it so shocks are nuts. Yeah. So it's a, yeah, it's a good oh, nut shock. That's the, it's healthy. Shock. Yeah. That's the next hack I need I, to put I, in. Is that from the site that you sent me, Jeremy? That crazy. You sent me that site after I talked about brakes and pressure and getting progressively brighter. And you sent that link of like a crazy. Yeah, probably. I don't know what that's right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, that's right. I did. Because, yeah, you were talking about, uh, you were talking about being able to. Being able to put some intensity to the rage of your brake lights. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a great idea. Because you never, like, you're in traffic and you see someone hit the brakes. You don't know if they're hitting them hard because they're stopping fast or they're just tapping it because they're frightened animals. So, like, sometimes you're like, ah, it'd be great. So, like, they get progressively brighter the harder you press on the brake. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or, or like, color-coded or something, you know? Yeah. I mean, it could go from, like, a... Who yeah, says that like, it has to be red? Right. It could go from, like, a light yellow to a super dark cover the whole back of your car red like <laughs> i'm fucking stopping fast <laughs> guys who uh listening online and of course tuning in when it ever oh, it is on the other internet yeah there are live listeners there's right like three now. three yeah probably about three yeah. but uh yeah live listeners we are uh talking this episode with paul armstrong who uh apparently is enjoying a nice uh johnny walker double black Blacker, blacker than black. Horrible name. It's a terrible name. It is, None yeah. more black. None more black. None more black. How's it going, Paul? Good. <laughs> good. Very good. Good. So, so uh, where are we going to start here? I don't know. How do you want to start? Are we, are well, we literally starting or are, are we just we, pre-starting? Uh, no. We're, is, this, is this foreplay? We're, like, we, uh, we're 45 minutes in already. Yeah. Well, okay. So, so I'll, here's, here's how... Well, we should say Paul. Paul does. Paul does a, a podcast called Pixel Recess, and then he right. also is the CCO of a, a cool little app called Chore Monster, which we'll circle back to all that. But here's how Paul does Pixel Recess, like because uh, I did an episode, mm-hmm. and we did we did like a pre thing. So if it, it was, were Pixel Recess, we'd be done already. We'd be well, done. no, actually, we wouldn't <laughs> well, even have started yet because no. it's like so. What he does is like he. We'll sit there and talk to you for like 20 minutes before he starts actually answering I the questions. That. And so, you know, and, and, and the weird thing is, is like, I'm kind of wondering 
Have we are, started? Are, are, yeah, are these the real questions? I don't know. It could, because, it, you know, you kind of do the show in like a daily show like fashion where you kind of put the sound bites together however you want them yeah. to sound. Yes. So, yeah, so you never know. So I'm like thinking in, in my head is like, so are these pre-questions <laughs> the actual questions and then the real questions are not going to be the questions? Yeah. You know, so keeps you on your toes. But no, we, we just we just kind of we just kind of jump into it. Okay. So. Sorry. I'm not afraid. I'm I mean, not afraid I'm sorry to disappoint you. No, it's but, all right. Okay. I so, do things my way. Yeah. So, yeah. Jeremy, how did you and Paul cross paths through the podcast? Uh, yeah, I begged him to be on his show is really how it started. True story. Awesome. <laughs> True story. Yeah. I, you know, I, <laughs> I emailed up and I was like, I really want to be on your show because I need more exposure. And, <laughs> um, and, and, then, and then this happened. So... <laughs> So I know that's not go. an interesting story, but that's about it. No, that's a, hey, you know. hey no, but I, but uh, the 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 show. Let's start with Pixel Recess because right, it, it. it it is a it's a very different kind of show. <laughs> For one thing, it's very short. You can yes. listen, yeah, you can listen to two or three on a on a commute, and mm-hmm. you know instead of most shows, which are an hour and a half long, which we have stopped doing. Yes, because we realized how bad and bad, 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 bad. Because that we was. ramble. Yeah. So, for one thing, it's very short, and for another thing, it is a design podcast that really is not at all about design, kind of like our show, yes. <laughs> a, a creativity podcast, which is very rarely ever about creativity. So, um, how, why, tell, tell me, what's, what's the deal with this thing? Uh, well, I think you guys are in my age range, right? You're, yeah. I'm 41. Yep. 62. Yeah. 40, 41. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. And I am tired of talking about design. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Not that it's not that I don't. I can't do it. I'm just tired of hearing other people do it and going everywhere. And like, we take ourselves way too damn seriously yep. for something that, uh, honestly, you know, no one's going to remember. It's going to get redesigned in a year. And uh, mm-hmm. there's a lot of awesome and cool people doing it. And why not ask them about things that have nothing to do with design? And I like really absurd, ridiculous, dumb things. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, that's a, I, I recently I had the opportunity. It was my first time of sitting in a meeting where an agency was presenting to us and I was the client and we were working with this agency prior to that um, on kind of honing their ideas and stuff. And there was so much just creative masturbation going on <sighs> that I, I almost, I almost texted somebody else in the meeting saying, you know, sometimes I really hate creatives <laughs> because we just sit around and we just talk about shit. And yeah. it's like, you're trying to, especially when you've got <clears throat> a new agency in there and it's just, it, it is, it's the equivalent of just puffing up our chests and, well, I know this, and did you know that? And 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 it's not it's not in an aggressive manner. It's it's very kind of passive, but it's it's passive still aggressive slash condescending. Yeah, yeah. It's still <laughs> it's still it's still very much there. You know, it's oh yeah, it's so funny. So yeah. So were they wanting to put QR codes on your uh, precious moments figures? Oh, good or? God! Absolutely, oh. absolutely. How's that going? They. Uh, um, <laughs> um, it's just you know each one each one uh, you know leads to a Bible verse mm-hmm. and, you know mm-hmm. and, and there you are. <laughs> you know what they <laughs> do should they, do? Do they fax you a daily Bible verse after yes. that? Yeah, yeah. 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 QR yeah. code will send a fax. Yeah, that they yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just had a genius idea for the precious moments figures. What's that? They should they should mash up and do a thing with like Skylanders. Ooh, <laughs> like you. Could, <laughs> 
<laughs> you yeah, you place yeah, them you on place, there. You place and it then, on the and thing. They're like, what do they, they do? Domestic things? Well, they yeah. like go and hug each other, and that's <laughs> all they, they do. And, that's all they do. They don't like save the day or anything. Nope. They just nope. like exchange kind words, mm-hmm. and then they hug each other. Yeah. But yeah. there has to be an antagonist. Who's the antagonist? The seesaw. <laughs> the, the tree, the tree, tree stump where someone yeah. was sad. That's right. Yeah. The tree stump. Yeah. Who's gonna sit on the tree stump? You know you. And then it's an hour of them offering mm-hmm. up the tree stump. The no, wishing after well. You. No, after yeah, you. They all go to the wishing well. Oh, I man. wish that my mom loved me. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, big eyes, tears. Oh. Man, you could go a lot of places with this. You could get. You could. You could do some downloadable content. You could come up with some DLC. You know, where oh. they where they could, you know, compliment each other or uh you know, yeah, it's in like, different uh, places. What's the uh those nano pets or whatever? You know, you have mm-hmm. to keep them alive. You have to keep them alive with yeah. hugs. Yeah. And love. yeah. But you can throw in the wild card of like <laughs> first you first an abusive you, father, but I'm say first yeah, first you have to make them feel bad and then you yeah. have to comfort them. So it's a totally <laughs> screwed up you know, just, oh, yeah. it's, it's I love you, I hate you, I love you, I hate you. It's like training a dog. <laughs> They look into the well, yeah, and it's like oh, you're dumb, and no one's ever gonna love you. I'm like, oh, they go to the cry, the crying stump, yeah, and then you're like, no, no, I love you. You're so precious. And then... there would be a huge market for that in the Christian market. I know this for sure. There would, yeah. yeah. I, I, uh, I think we're on to something here. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The color palette would be just you know very white and pink, and yeah, just a little, yeah, just barely pink, like, barely blue, yeah, barely, barely. yellow. Barely anything that's not white. Yep. Yep. Oh, man. Ah, okay. You're welcome, precious moments. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> or whoever's going to take this idea. <sighs> take it and run. Take it and run. Oh, man. So you know how I, you know how they have their little pad that you put the figures on? Mm-hmm. What, would the, what would it be for precious moments? Well, I mean, well, we've already, we've already put a good one out there. I mean, it could stump. be that stump. You know, yeah, it could, it could be, be a stump. I mean, it could be a fluffy little cloud. It could be a. It could be that barely pink heart. Um, it could be a plate. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, it could just Remember be a plate. plate that you can hang up afterwards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Or, pull, or it could pull, be just kids, kind of pull like the plate off the wall. Yeah. It's time to play precious moments. Yeah. Pull pull the plate down in the antique chair. It's it's, it's precious time. moments time. Or maybe it's just precious made moments, of of like crushed. Yeah. yeah make, like maybe crushed uh, like Hummel figures. Just kind of like in, in Oh, agony. do they have a war? Is there some sort of like war between mm-hmm. Precious Moments and Humble Figures? That would be awesome. Well, I mean, oh, yeah. you've got you've got to come up with a sequel. So yeah, there you go. Yeah, That's Pre- game Precious Moments, Precious Moments, Arkham City edition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> double black, <laughs> double black, which. Come on, kids! Crawl out of this. That's for uh, yeah. That's for the thirteen plus crowd. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. Crawl out of this asylum, and if you can, <laughs> I I will berate you until you do it, and then I will hug you. Mm-hmm. you? So, mm-hmm. so please tell me, guys, that the Hallmark tour still gives out free bows. They do. Yes, they do. Yeah, I got one like on like my third week or something. Still have it hanging on my wall. It's an amazing thing. Yeah, it's like I, go, cool. I would go five times a day for a week just so for presents, you know. There you go. And uh, um, yeah, it's amazing. I had um, I had a time, um, and I, I shouldn't say that. I mean, I'm just I'm just um, you know I've never been a part of a brand that is so beloved, and so it, it's it's always kind of surprising to me. So it's not my I guess it's maybe a little bit of my skeptical side, but. Um, you know, we, we have these, uh, where we get to go to, 
the uh, the the kind of the tour place. I think it's called Kaleidoscope. Mm-hmm. Um, and we we sit there like behind this like creative desk, and tourists come through, and we explain what we do at Hallmark. And uh, you know, at one time I I had a crowd of like twenty, and it was like on a Thursday afternoon. I'm like, what are you guys doing here? <laughs> you know, I mean, it's like, wow, that's cool. You know, and they all sat intently and. And uh, was it like a field trip or something? No, I mean, it was it was it wasn't kids. I mean, it Hmm. was full grown, you know, people. And are they allowed to feed you? They do. They they throw they throw me stuff if I say something smart. (laughs) That's if you roll the ball. Yeah. I almost did like a Ted Knight. It's like, don't you people have jobs? (laughs) 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 Oh, you can feel the love at Hallmark (laughs) under the golden crown. He's not very Hallmark. (laughs) We this is where that. we make the little cub bears cry so yeah. that we can get yeah. our wonderful sayings. Yeah, that's right. So. That's well, but that I mean also little did you know the envelope glue. I mean it is made out of little cub bear tears. It is. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Absolutely. That but you learned that on the tour. And you have to squeeze them. Mm-hmm. Squeeze the bears or you their eyes. To, you have to squeeze the bears. <laughs> squeeze the bears. <laughs> squeeze their eyeballs. Oh man. <laughs> Very uh, little hands. I my hands are too big to be able to do that. Yeah, it's delicate work. Hire people with it, yeah, little I mean, hands. With beauty comes pain. That's what I've heard. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. All right. So circling back to Pixar. <laughs> <laughs> this is exactly what Pixar. This is a, uh, well. See, yeah. I mean, this really pretty much. Yeah. Now this is. I I was trying I, uh, to I derail. It. I derail everything. Yeah, I was really trying to recreate the experience as much as I could. And I think we did. So as as I said, the <laughs> the show is kind of edited together in some of, in, in the way that you want like to interview yeah. it. Yeah. And, yeah. and you've had some guests that were a little full of themselves that you, uh, you know, had a little bit of fun with in the editing. What are, what are some of, what are some of your, your fa- like a top three? I'm going to go Rob of, Gordon of, on you. Of guests? Yeah. Yeah. Top three episodes. Like, I mean, um, not, not necessarily the guest interview itself, but like how you thought the final oh, thing came out. The Dan Benjamin obviously is, yeah. That's, is a peak. That's kind of what that was the one I was thinking of. Yeah. So, so it broke, it broke that new me. ground for me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it broke new ground it, because it had always been an interview show, mm-hmm. and I do my best to prepare guests because it's really hard to say. I mean, we're all creative people, but it's to say like, look, I'm going to ask you questions, and they're really dumb. You can either take them seriously or you can play along. That's why it's called Pixel Recess. Yeah. Little time out from from our Pixel life, uh, and some people are game, and some people are not. So I had Dan Benjamin on. And he he recorded it live on his show as I was interviewing him. Nice. So a little bit of gamemanship on his part, being like, hey, I'm bigger than you, which it's true. (laughs) He is. He really is. (laughs) So I'd ask him these questions like, I know he's in that paleo diet, so I asked him if he he was, how how he found his dinosaur meat. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he answered (laughs) it very seriously. So going back through listening, I'm like, there's only one thing I can do. And I have to go into a dream sequence when he's answering the questions. <laughs> so that's what I did. Oh, that's awesome! Oh, yeah, you've got to go back and you've got you've got to. Hear oh, this, I gotta hear it. That. Is I mean, it's like is you know he he kind of fades Dan back, and you still just hear him going on and on and on, and then just this nice echo. It's just like I wonder what we're having for dinner tonight. <laughs> Oh man, I hope it's not spaghetti again. Oh, that's just, awesome! Oh, it's it's good. It's very. Oh, very that's good. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I also uh, like the one where you. Uh, oh, is Aaron Draplin the one where you just kind of <laughs> giggle like a schoolgirl for uncontrollably? I do my, uh, for... Yeah, I do my Nick Offerman <laughs> laugh. 
Okay, so anyways, those are my two favorites. So, so you, yeah, uh, this, this is about you. Picks. What am I? What am I talking about? So, what, okay, top three. I think so those are those are those are good picks. I like yeah. the draft one too. Because after Dan Benjamin, I really felt like I can really get a little more conceptual with this. Because mm-hmm. my honest approach to everything is anything I do, I should try to do it creatively, yes. whether it's Twitter or Facebook yeah. or a podcast or whatever. I don't want to waste anyone's time. I don't want to be boring. Blah. Yeah. So then after that, Draplin came on, and I listened to Draplin, and I'm like. I like I didn't giggle to the extreme that I did, but I giggled a lot. And I'm like, I sound like a stupid little teenage girl, like giggling <laughs> out my idol because I, I love his work. I'm yeah. a big fan. And I'm listening to myself going nah, like laughing at stuff. I'm like, I'm such a little teenage girl. <laughs> so what I did is I went through and recorded like insane laughter that just goes on way too long after he says. something. <laughs> so. What's yeah, the, I'm editing them a little bit more. So, yeah. what's the what's the rule of thumb? Because I I love to do that too. We I, <laughs> I, I did some radio spots where it's like the laughing goes on past the absurdity. <laughs> what's what's the rule of thumb? It's like laughter past like twenty seconds becomes just absurd, and then it's annoying, and, and then it's uncomfortable. Then at like thirty six seconds, then it's uncomfortable, and then at like forty two seconds, then it's funny again. <laughs> yes. you know, it's like one of. Do you guys things. listen to Radio Lab ever? What's yes, that? Radio Lab. Radio occasionally, Lab? occasionally, yeah. They had one episode where they they sort of talk about that thing about repetition, about Kristen Schaal and uh, Kurt Brownell, who actually I'm going to have on Pixel Recess, which is weird. Wow, just he's a he's an improv comedian, yeah. very funny. Yeah. And I just out of the blue said, hey, "It would be great if you come on the show." He's like, "I'll do it." But anyway, they have a bit where all he does is clap his hands and saying, "Kristen Schaal is a horse." Yes, Kristen Schaal is a horse. horse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They, yep. they do it for like five minutes, mm-hmm. like with that idea of it's funny and then it's annoying and then people are like they can't keep going and then it keeps going and it's funny again and then people are literally like mad. Clapping. Then people yeah. are yeah, just <laughs> then yeah. everybody's clapping along. Yeah. And... yeah, and then people get up and leave and then he can't talk anymore. In the end, <laughs> the end. Funny. I saw Christian yeah. Shaw's underwear once. That's weird. Yeah, well, she she. You mean she, they were selling it somewhere? N- no, no, she was wearing oh. them. Uh, she accidentally, uh, she accidentally flashed a the audience. She was. It was at. Uh, oh, what the hell is the comedy uh, club on Sixth Street in Austin? A- Annie Mays? Not oh, Annie Mays. Uh, there's um, the there's that uh, the has it has to do with diving into pools or something, right? Uh, yeah. Oh, Esther 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 yeah. Williams. Uh, yeah, Esther's, but yeah, that place. Esther's Follies. Esther's, Esther's Follies. Follies. That's it. Esther's Follies. Yeah. Okay, anyway, so that uh, I was waiting for the diving into pools. Yeah, Esther, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. that's why it's Esther. Will- yeah, Esther's there's, Follies. There's a long. There's a long. There's a long way around that. Yeah. 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 So they had when uh, the last time I was at South by Southwest, they had the cast of Bob's Burgers there, oh, and, they, yeah. and, they did, and they did a show, and everybody did a bit. Everybody did a set. And so she was last. And yeah, so so she had, you know, she had this skirt on and she and she went and grabbed like a chair and did like the, you know, backwards chair sit down and she forgot that she had a skirt on and, and she's like, Oh, well, hold and, and and I could tell that it was not a bit. She totally forgot what she was and <laughs> she yeah. should have owned it. She she, she just owned well, it. Well, she did actually. I mean it was it, she she, you know, she's a pro. Should have just stayed black, right black there. underwear. Just should have just stayed so, right know. there. Yeah, yeah. I, I think she could have pulled that off. Actually, it was it was an excellent show. It was it was yeah, good stuff. That's cool. Yeah, that's the, cool. there's was, always good comedy shows right around South by. Really oh yeah, ones. I was really sad. The only person that was not there that I was sad was H. John Benjamin. He was really not, yeah yeah. Well, but uh, did he, you get to see Eugene Merman? Oh he's yeah funny. yeah. He opened it. Yeah, he's a funny man. Oh man, yeah, he is. 
yeah, yeah. That was good. Stuff. Anyway, yeah. So obviously, I'm yeah. a big fan of comedy, which is yes. sort of what influenced the shows as well. But yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, what it is, what it comes down to is, I think all designers want a chance, a reprieve, if you will, from what we do every day, and I'm mm-hmm. I'm, I'm hoping to give us all a chance to just laugh a little bit, and I not like be that. so serious. No, I that's think that's awesome. good. It's your little gift to the world. I hope so. It's a it's a gift I spend a good amount of time <laughs> editing. Yeah. No, yeah, that's great. Yeah. That's great. Well, and it's interesting because so much of of you know things that we don't do in our professional life influence what we do in our professional life. So yeah. it's yes. it's the kind of roundabout. You know, it's like I always sell myself as not a um, a writer, but a mashup of all these different things of art and pop culture and movies and and all sorts of different things that you know have influenced me to who i am today so yeah yeah that's why it's important just to say yes to things too right yeah because all of those experiences add up to something that you never know what even can form down the road yeah that is true that's the weird thing about getting old and now we're we're gonna go into old old guy radio Mm -hmm. for a little bit yeah yep like you can't help but think about just like you're like, I'm halfway through my life, probably, most likely. You know, yeah. If I live to 82, that's a good life. Yeah. Everything needs to count. Everything needs to matter. Not that it can. Like, you know, I ate at five guys. It probably didn't matter. It was amazing, but it probably didn't matter. <laughs> um, but like you start thinking about what you're doing. Like, is this worth me doing? Because this is about legacy. This is about memory. This is about impact. This is about so many more things. And like, you don't always want to be heavy because you're getting older, but you also can't ignore the fact that, you know, time is dwindling. Yeah. 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 So well, you're like, yeah. I'm going to do something and I'm going to say yes. And if it's terrible, that's fine. At least I tried. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that goes back to, you know, uh, pixel recess. It's like, if yeah. I'm going to do something, I need to contribute something. It needs to be yeah. a contribution. That yeah. Instead of the same old thing. Yeah. That right. Right. The noise, and yeah. I also, I mean, I also make sure that I want to do it. I'm not just trying to, I'm not just trying to do it for other people. I'll do it. If there's five listeners, I'll do it. If yeah. there's five, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Um, until I run out of people and I start interviewing my family, which I did for today's episode. <laughs> well, there but, you go. Uh, well, then you're, you're done. Old, but yeah, now, now you're those done. are also my favorite. So, so how long have you been doing pixel recess? Um, I started, I think, in May of this year. Okay, okay, that's cool. Yeah, and I had, I was doing two episodes a week, which is stupid, but I thought it's short. People want more, so like I was doing Monday, Friday, uh, and that quickly got too hard. Yeah. So, so you were, so you were actually recording and publishing to a week. Yeah. Oh dear oh, God, man, that's brutal. You're well, insane. what I tried to do is I tried, yeah, no, I tried to just butt up as many interviews as possible, like. To schedule a bunch out, I scheduled a bunch out before I released the show. I had at least six done. Yeah, before going and saying, "Hey, I have a new show," but uh, that became unattainable. I just could not. How long? How I saw. Long? I was thinking, like, I'll be, you know, Pete Holmes and or you know, Mark Mayer. They do their show, and like, I, I'm not getting paid. I have no sponsors. I can't do this. Yeah, exactly, exactly. How long does it take you to edit a show? Does it? depend or um, have a kind of a standard i have a, i have it down pretty much like because it's always the first uh the first good half hour it's just especially if i don't know someone it's just like getting to know each other getting comfortable because it's really weird to jump into really weird questions with someone you've never talked to before like yeah. who would you kill in the past and take their <laughs> life and their identity um 
This sounds like lunchtime discussion here about every yeah. day. Yeah. <laughs> so then after that, I don't know to jump forward, but I also, because <laughs> like, like, like Jeremy was saying, I'll take, sometimes I'll just take a comment from our conversations that we've had and like, oh, that's a really funny phrase. I'll use that and place it somewhere in the interview. But uh, it'll take eh, probably an hour. Okay. That's pretty good. About for an, an hour show, yeah. So then that's just the editing. Then you have to do the write up. You got to do for, the. You got to do the kind of yeah. concept yeah. and everything. You have to sum up, summarize. Mm-hmm. You have yeah. to write your Facebook post, your Twitter post. You, you mean you actually your... take actual time to do that? I do. Wow. Because I want them to be interesting and creative and unique. See, I that's that's like that's like the part of the show that takes the least amount of time here. And and it probably should take more because the people who are actually writers should maybe do it. I don't know, Pat. But um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, um, Paul, do you uh, you've got kids? I do. How many? Three. How? What? What ages? Uh, Fourteen, twelve, and four. Nice. <laughs> Is it? I'm not sure. That's true. <laughs> so out of these out of these three kids, the the idea of chore monster. Ah, which ones are on? Where, you know, That's where a, that was very good segue. Where did that? Where did Kudos. that come from? That was seamless. That was almost like that was, it was planned. I, I teed yeah. Let's that take a timeout. Let's. That's t- called like, volleyball. Timeout. Timeout time to reckon is that great segue? <laughs> yeah, because very, nothing like <laughs> that's ever going to happen again. On this Never. Show. <laughs> and the fact that we called it out, we just undid yeah, everything yeah, that we just no, did. That's exactly did all that. But now we're all laughing. And yeah. enjoying yeah. ourselves. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, shit. So, Monster came because of my. I had a small digital agency with a friend of mine before it. And I was drawing monsters on the weekend with my. At the time, he would have been uh, nine or 10. I was just drawing monsters with them. We were just having fun. And he had this idea because he's having a kid and he was thinking about his childhood and how difficult it was. And. Just like projecting on like, oh, it's going to be terrible. It's going to be a nag. I'm going to have to get on them all the time. And like, uh, I don't know how it just like came together. It's like, you're doing these monsters. I want to do some sort of app that is for kids. What can we do? We brainstormed. We came up with the idea and the stupid name of, well, chores could be a really cool thing to like make a game out of. We're like, yeah, what are we going to call it? Well, you do the monsters. Let's just call it chore monster for now. And that never changed. The idea was essentially to incentivize and reward and gamify chores, but also make it fun. So what, what's, what's the age? So I've got a 10-year-old and I've got a 15-year-old. Does it apply to my 10-year-old and not my 15-year-old, or does it apply to both of them? The ideal age is probably 6 to 10 with okay. the periphery of 4 to 12. Okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, and younger, a lot of people younger. Like our 4-year-old uses it. The fun thing, the challenge is, one, with that age range, one, this is such a developmental difference between a four-year-old and a 12-year-old. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I have to always think about designing for people who can't even read. Right. Yeah. So I have or to be write. very visual, very iconic, very exploratory. Mm-hmm. Everything is about explore and reward for a kid, really. Yeah. Ultimately, that's what you want. Is like, don't penalize for re-exploring. Reward them with everything they try to touch and do. Because the touch, obviously, the touch interface is intuitive and natural for any kid you put it in front of a two-year-old they start touching and seeing a reaction and they're 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 hooked they know exactly what they're doing yeah, yeah. 
So that was part of it. It was like, all right, we know to do that, but how do you also make it interesting for like a, a, an eight-year-old? And I think, oh, fart humor. So that was really where yeah. – Well, and <laughs> that's, that's really – that's universal. Yeah. Exactly. So there's a great dose of uh, fart humor, which is uh, my pride and joy, honestly. Like our frequently, our frequently Asked Questions has, I think, some of my best writing I've ever done. But like, is the potty humor necessary? I'm like, of course it is, fart face. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. So take us th- take us through the concept just a little bit. So yes, it is it it, it is a an, an app. It is a website that is made, as you said, to incentivize and, and gamify chores for kids. Yeah. So so how, it's do, really, how does it it's, work? It's behavior modification. Really, it's what it is. Yeah. Uh, it's for parents and kids. Kids have their own app. Parents have their own app. Uh, so a parent is the let's call it the super admin if you want. They, they add themselves, they add their kid, and they add chores for that kid that have points to them. So obviously you give more points for something that a kid is maybe a little bit not wanting to do, like cleaning the bathroom or their bedroom or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you'll give them more points for that. Every time they do the chore on their end, they'll see the chores they have to do that are upcoming. So if it's like for today, they'll see that they have to you know make their bed today and it's worth 10 points. Uh, you can even take a picture of their room if you want through the app. Just take a picture so they know it's their bed they need to make for nonverbal kids. Um, Very good. Okay. So they do it. They say they're done. A parent will approve it. Yep. We we might get away from that, the whole approval process. We did it originally because we're like, you know, kids will cheat. They'll just take points, say they did something when they didn't. But it, we're toying with that in terms of our A-B testing. But So a parent will prove it. The kids will get the points. Uh, the parents also add rewards per kid that will incentivize them to do the chores to get the points to get the rewards like for my son it's you know being able to play minecraft or if he wants to save up his points it can be for a lego like the lego back to the future is in his list to save up for is it is it like is it like marlboro points where you can like eventually buy a jeep if, if you, on if how you, much you roll over i guess if you could find a kid that could save that much then yes <laughs> The Jeep is theirs. Yes. But yeah, I mean, it's it's completely in our, like, we, we're not, it's up to a parent to decide what they think a point value is worth and what they want to reward. It doesn't have to be a yeah, item. So, so be, you're not setting in of it. No, no, no. It's completely, what, we, what we'll do is do, we're starting to build a recommendation edge. It's like, based on kids, your kids' age, this is what a lot of people are assigning as a chore. Okay, that's that was that was actually going to be my question, is is are yeah. you kind of going into that? Because yes. you, you've got, yeah, recommendation engines for maybe here are suggested chores, but then also, uh, you know, here, here are maybe what other parents are assigning mm-hmm. points-wise per chore. I mean, is that also yeah, something exactly. that you're it's looking into? Correct. So, like, every chore has a schedule to it. So it's like when it's due... You know, uh, it's it's reoccurrence. You know, how often is it happening? Is it daily? Is it every other day? Is it once a week? You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then we're also gonna we're adding a function that will be it's been highly requested that we're working on is uh, repeated throughout the day. Like if it's brushing the teeth, that's happened ah, yeah. times ah. a day. So you'll be able to sign a time. So there, there's that part. And like we would recommend once they like once you go into editor, it'll be like. We know your kid is six years old and a boy. So six-year-old boys, here's top five chores that a lot of them have since we now have the data for that. Yeah. And that'll be, hey, these are also rewards that we're seeing a lot of people giving, which is sadly, it's a lot of times it's cash. Like, come on, kid, get creative. <laughs> would you? But, here's uh, 
part of it's also besides that, it's one, it's accountability for both, like the kid and the parent. The parents at it once, and they're done having to worry about breaking their stupid big chore chart and all the effort they do through that and all the nagging. It does the nagging for you. It does the organization for you, and it also keeps track of like I don't know. We tried to do allowance before this, and it was terrible. Like we would forget when we never have cash ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, so our kids are like, "How much money do we have?" Like, uh, uh, like we yeah. <laughs> never would know. Uh, that's so a, this yeah. takes all of that away. Yeah. yeah. Which is kind of a nice ancillary benefit. So because we yeah we're been, we're always borrowing money from our kids, so they're like, <laughs> "You owe me thirty six dollars because." You had to go to the grocery store and you needed twenty dollars. It's like God damn, yeah. you know. Well, and it's also hard, yeah. and it's also, and it's also a system that that I'm that I'm thinking is hard for the kids to game because you know you do chore charts on a on a fridge. There's always it's easy to sneak a sticker on there. We did, you know, because you know, we we tried that. We did a thing where. Uh, you know, my wife found some Pinterest thing where we had like a flower pot with little glass beads. And every time you did a good thing, you put a glass bead in. And when it got up to a certain line inside the pot, then you could get it. And of course, you know, he would hide beads in different places of the living room and like sneak some in every one, every now and then. You know, I mean, this is when he's like four. I mean, so yeah, yeah you know. Did you give him a bead for that? Because that's pretty. That's pretty brilliant. I, I let him keep one. I was like, that's, that's kind of smart, but yeah. don't do under it. under the table. Like, hey, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, he's a, he's a sneaky, crafty kid. So, <laughs> so yeah, and I'm thinking, and and the the app is you've got. Um, I mean, it's available for iOS and Android, right? Not Android yet. We're working Not Android on that. yet. Okay, we're working on Android. We're working on Windows 8 and another platform that people would never think about, but. The 3DS. Oh, that's perfect. Actually, that's oh, a great I was idea. Say Commodore 64. Damn it. No, no, that that's that is smart, my friend. So we have a question that we oh, yeah. that we're asking all of the asking all of our our guests. Uh, is there anything that, when you start thinking about it, gets you excited enough to keep you awake at night? Um, cupcakes. Good answer. That. Damn. Right. A there. specific type of cupcake. Uh, I am a vanilla, vanilla guy. Really? Really? Yeah. Uh, you know, like wedding cake. Doesn't, doesn't take much to get you excited. Wedding then. cake. Ooh, but wedding cake. That's uh, a, with yeah. the with the, the like they're like the really good icing. Just mm-hmm. it has Double to be good. R's. If it's a cupcake with that, if it's like a cupcake that has like that smeared on icing, no thanks. No. Yeah. It's got to be thick. It's got to be hefty. I always like got got a little peak on it. I always like a, yeah. I always like a cake with heft. Mm-hmm. It's also yeah. another title title option: a cake with heft. Just like your women. Wait, uh-huh. what? Yeah. Huh? So, uh, any any closing thoughts, Paul? As we uh, as we begin to end our time together. Oh no! Uh, yeah. Except for cupcakes, that's also a thought. This yes, this was this was horrible, and shame on you. How I'm going to get this into eight minutes? I'll never know. You could try. <laughs> we're going to beat you, and we're going to go seven minutes. Yeah. We're gonna, the, seven, minute seven minute abs. Seven minute abs. You have to get rid of every pause, every uh and um. <laughs> it's just us setting up our mics, and then you saying hi, and then it's over. If you are interested in listening to or participating in live recordings of The Shakes, check out the free Cocktail Napkin Studios live app for iOS on the iTunes App Store. Receive push notifications when we go live, and then tune in to listen to that week's topic. If you've got a question or comment, you can call 415-484-5830, tweet us at The Shakes, or email theshakes at muleradio.net. Your participation makes the show a hell of a lot more interesting. 
The Shakes is produced by CocktailNapkinStudios.com and is a proud member of Mule Radio Syndicate. Mule Radio hosts a diverse array of shows, such as Everything Sounds. Everything Sounds explores the role of sound in art, science, history, and culture. We invite you to check it out. Thank <laughs> you.